Testing one, two. Testing, testing, testing. You took the hand of Jesus, stepped out upon his promise, yet it seems you have trusted in vain. The answer you have prayed for, it's on its way and paid for. Hold on a little longer. Hold on, hold on a little longer, hold on a little stronger. The testings of the Lord are pure gold. He'll take you through the fire, he'll burn out the dross and mire. Hold on a little longer, hold on. You're watching for his coming, you're wondering why he's waiting. Hold on a little longer, hold on. Those clouds will soon be bursting, the Son of God descending. Hold on a little longer, hold on, hold on, pray on. Hold on a little longer, hold on, hold on, believe on. Hold on a little longer, hold on. I care not today what tomorrow may bring If shadow or sunshine or rain The Lord I know will it for everything And all of my weary afraid Living by faith Some through the water, some through. 
Sometimes on the mount where the sun shines so bright, God leads his dear children along. Sometimes in the valley, in the darkest of night, God leads his dear children right along. Some through the waters, some through the flood, some through the fire, but all through the blood. Some through great sorrow, but God gives a sweet song. And all the day long There's a house in Grumbler's Alley Where I lived some years ago And the walls were swiftly falling To decay And the yard was full of thistles and that old roof was rotted so That the storms beating upon me night and day Then the Spirit came and told me Of a wonderful abode Where from wind and storm I'd find a safe retreat So the Sager sent his moving van And he took me up the road To the little house on Hallelujah Street I shall never forget the day that I moved from sin away and secured a change of address so complete. Since that moment without fail, I've been getting all my mail at the little house on Hallelujah Street. Now the neighbors in the alley where I lived in years gone by, they have never ceased their talking from that day that I left them so abruptly without bidding them goodbye and from all the sin and shame I moved away since the shack of sin is empty where I lived so many years and no more they hear the treading of my feet I've moved away forever from the sorrow and the tears to my little house on Hallelujah Street now this house is nice and cozy and its walls so warm and tight and the landlord doesn't charge me any rent. There's a garden in connection filled with flowers gay and bright where so many golden hours I have spent. Yeah, the landscape is so lovely and the songbirds sing with glee. And I'm never hungry for good things to eat. And I'm never, never lonely for the Savior dines with me at my little house on Hallelujah street well i've just received a letter 
from the king up in glory land that he soon is coming after all his own. He will roll down the avenue with retinue so grand, picking up the saved and blood-washed all alone. When I hear the wheels rumbling and I hear the angel's song and I see that God's redemption is complete, I am sure he'll stop and take me from the place I've lived so long at the little house on Hallelujah Street. So I'm looking for the day when he'll carry me away and I'll make another move that can't be beat. When I leave this earthly veil, I'll no longer get my mail at my little house on Hallelujah Street. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my Pilgrim was I and a wandering in the cold night of sin I did roam when Jesus the kind shepherd found me and now I am on my way home he restoreth my soul when I'm so weary He giveth me strength day by day He leads me beside the still waters He guards me each step of the way When I walk through that dark lonesome valley My Savior will walk with me there and safely his great hand will lead me to the mansions he's gone to prepare surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days all the days of my life surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and I will feast at the table spread for me surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days all the days of my life all right let's 
One more here. We're on the battlefield for Jesus. Come and join us in the fight. We're marching against Satan and we're standing for what's right. We won't desert nor surrender. We are soldiers till we die. We're on the battlefield for Jesus. Victory is our battle cry. We're on the battlefield for Jesus. Come and join our happy throng. We're blood-washed, born-again believers, and we sing a joyful song. King Jesus is our mighty captain, and it's Him we shall obey. We're on the battlefield for Jesus, winning souls for Christ today. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew Him, and all my love is due Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. We're on the battlefield for Jesus. Come and join us in the fight. Though the enemy be all around us, we shall not be put to flight. By faith we know we have the victory, and no matter what the cost, we will fight to rescue hopeless sinners. Not a soul must ever be lost. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew Him, and all my love is due Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. On the battlefield, amen. On the battlefield for Jesus. Look at that. This was uh, the attack of the crazy trannies when they all they were all going to beat us up, and then they ended up turning on each other, and God turned their their uh, their anger uh, against us into derangement against themselves. Seen it happen on more than one occasion. Seen God use wicked men. And wicked women and all kinds of stuff to keep us out of trouble. I've watched it happen over the years as we've preached the gospel and saw people get saved and, uh, uh, you know, and preach the truth out there to lost sinners and warn them to flee for the wrath to come. Many times we, we don't see people get saved out there, make professions of faith out there. We see it later down the road. We see it in different areas. Much of this type of evangelism that you're seeing here is that evangelism that's done uh, 
the sower goes forth to sow and he casts the seed everywhere. That's this type of evangelism. When we work one-on-one with people, when we deal with people in our own lives and in different situations and scenarios, that's a little different evangelism. But anyway, for this type, that's exactly what it is. Uh, It's spreading the gospel seed everywhere and uh, wanting to see those people get saved by the grace of God before it's eternally too late for them to call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. So that's what we're here to do is preach the gospel. Now, can you all hear me okay on there? I I don't know how long I've, I've been talking for a while here. Make sure you can hear me. You might be looking at me like I'm crazy or something. Um, and, uh, anyway, so we'll see if you can hear me and you can let me know if you can. And, uh, we'll see, we'll go from there here, but, uh, I'll take a few minutes here, a few seconds here, I should say loud and clear. Good. Okay. Uh, there's a, there's a delay there. So good. You can hear it. And this was, uh, anyway, another event that we went to, we're going to get back out there preaching here. Lord willing, real soon, things are starting to open up around here. They're going to have some, there's going to be some uh, gay casting crowns concert that's coming up. So we'll probably be preaching outside of those those apostate concerts. Let me tell you something about this. Now, I, I'm in the mood to preach because I feel like I, I've been, a, I don't feel like, I know. I have been, I have been attacked by the devil for about nonstop for about the last week and a half. I mean, the most satanic and absolute wicked attacks ever. Uh, anxiety issues, all kinds of stuff I've been dealing with. I don't do well with change and all that kind of stuff, too. Uh, it happened years ago when, when I, I got uh, depression, anxiety, different things like that. And, um, you know, so, you know, so it, it, it really changed my mind um, and uh, the way it operates and stuff, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, the Lord used it for his glory. He'll use it for his glory again. And But anyway, so whatever. I, I just, I've been having a lot. And I thought, you know what? I just need to get on here and scream at the devil for a while. I need to preach the Bible. I need to edify the Lord's people out there. Edify the saints. Preach the word of God. Uh, get the Bible uh, out there. Uh, teach some truth. And just really hate on Satan's kingdom. That's, you know what I mean? Because the Bible says that we're to hate every false way. So I'm just really in the mood right now to hate on Satan's kingdom. I, I want I, I want a war against that kingdom. I want to fight against it. And the way to fight against it is not with guns and knives, but it's with the sword of the spirit, the word of God. That's what it's with. And I feel like preaching. I feel like hollering. I feel like yelling. I went out there and I I went for about a three three. Uh, three mile and a quarter walk and, and, and went out there, walked three miles and prayed for about an hour. And I come back here and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to broadcast today because I really need to, I need to, I need to preach. I need to holler at the devil. I need, I need to preach the word of God. I need to get out there and watch the devils flee when you preach the Bible. And, uh, and that's what I want to do. And, and that's what I believe the Lord wants me to do. And then I'm going to leave and I'm going to take uh, the rest of the day off, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna take my wife out, uh, and we're gonna spend the afternoon and evening together out somewhere, and that's what I'm gonna do, and uh, Lord willing, and my house is up for sale, so you pray about that. It's up there now. 
But I've been going through it, man. I'm telling you, have I been going through it between rabid, crazy neighbors with psychopath dogs or the other way around? Psychopath neighbors with rabid, crazy dogs, whichever you want. It doesn't matter. Anyway, all kinds of things. And then the the, the fact the change that's in there and then my brains are like, okay, uh, I'm about ready to explode in, in my brains and anxiety through the roof and all kinds of things. So it's been really something. Uh, but I'm not complaining about it. I'm just telling you where I'm at so you can pray for me and uh, pray for my family because this is just phase one. Phase one is to sell the house, get it up. It's up now. That was phase one. It's up. And uh, we have two showings scheduled today already. And uh, so there's two schedules right now, or two uh, showings scheduled already today. So you pray that 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 goes well and that that and there's probably going to be more. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. So we'll see what happens. But we pray a bunch of them get in there and they all fight about it and get and, and fight and and build the value up even higher. <laughs> and I'm not being greedy either. I just put a lot of work into that house over the years and, and a lot of money and everything. And and. Uh, you know, but God provided. I don't know anything really extra on there. I got to pay Menard some money, but but that's about it. The Lord allowed me to be able to pay everybody and, and off that I owed and all that kind of stuff and just so the what I owe for the house itself. But so anyway, you pray about that and uh, that the Lord would bless that and and bless the time I have out with my wife today. I want to go spend some time with her and I'd like to spend a lot more time with her, but we just don't have the time right now to do that. Uh, we're moving on to the next phase is hopefully seeing this house sell and closed quickly as soon as possible. And then I'm going to be starting on Monday, getting my parents' house ready. So, uh, and then moving on to the next phase, which is the other, which is the next house to buy. So we will see what God does. And I believe the Lord has the house already waiting for us. I believe that's the case. So, and I I actually decided to celebrate. Yesterday was my son's birthday. My 16-year-old son. Amazing. I have a 16-year-old son. And I have a three-month-old son. Isn't that something? And five... Daughters in between. But think about that. I I thought about that. Man, for 16 years we've been having children. What a blessing that is. To bless me and take care of me in my old age, which I'll need in 30 years. Lord willing, if I'm still around. I know, Cindy, it's hard to believe he's 16. I know it. I can't believe it. I know it. I know. Erica, good to see you on here. Hope you're feeling good. And man, we've been through it. I won't even tell you everything we've been through right now because I don't want to publicize it. But we'll talk. We'll talk about it later on down the road. Um, anyway, but time does fly. But um, yep, it sure does. So we have lots of work to do to, to ahead of us. So keep praying for the ministry. Uh, keep praying for the work that we have to do. 
uh, and uh, eventually I'll get back to doing my broadcast, but I'll do the best I can do. I know he will, Betty. Uh, uh, actually, somebody gave him a little car. Uh, one of the members of our church gave him a little car. And uh, so we have one. We just haven't. He He's not at that point yet. So, but uh, we'll get him there to that point. But I don't rush that stuff. I'm not planning on rushing that just because somebody turned 16. You know what I mean? Just throwing them out there. No, I don't think so. I'm a little little more cautious than that. But um, anyway, we'll see how it goes, though. We'll see. But uh, praise the Lord. So I hope you're all doing well. Let me say hi to everybody. Let's see here. Let's start out. Elijah Morgan. Are you trucking Elijah through somewhere? Trucking through Oklahoma. Well, get some barbecue when you're in Oklahoma. Will you already get some barbecue if you're going to be in Oklahoma? Don't be going through Oklahoma and Missouri without getting barbecue. What's the matter with you anyway? Anyway, okay, I'm done. Uh, Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is on here. All right, I bet you didn't know that the book of Proverbs listens in sometimes, but they, but it does. Pilgrim Lady, Teresa, Daryl's wife, Ablazine Remnant. No clue what that means. A blazing remnant? Big whale. Carl Winters and his many accounts. Mary Teresa. Pray for Mary as she loves Carl. Uh, Peter Capola. Betty. Chain break. How's your dad doing? Uh, Let's see. And your sons, your children, how are they doing? Let's see. Kirian, hope you're doing good. Paul Allwood. Christine Sinclair, how are you? Jody, I haven't seen you around for a while. Where you been hiding? Of course, I haven't been on for a while. You've been listening or you've been playing hooky on us. Joe McDonald had a farm. Paul Myers. Okay, make sure I didn't miss anybody. Cindy Nelson. How are you, Cindy? Ah, I know. War on. I know. We got a battle ahead of us. Always. Betty. Authorized Mike. They had some 556 last time I was in OK City. (laughs) Getting ready to take Hubby to lunch. All right, good. You mean he's not taking you to lunch? You're taking him to lunch? 
I pray for Mary has strength with Carl all the time. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. All right. Well, enough of the pleasantries. Now let's drop the spiritual bombs. All right, here we go. Now, I, I want to talk about, first of all, we're going we're gonna to go to 2 Samuel chapter 6. And I, I've kind of wanted to, uh, I kind of wanted to talk about this. I've preached on this before, and I don't know if I can even find it. Maybe I can. Maybe we'll play little snippets of it for you today. There it is. Are you ready to go in the Wayback Machine? Who's ready? Who's ready to go back into the Wayback Machine? Huh? Are you ready for that? Here we go. Preaching on all the sins of church members that don't show up on Wednesday. I'm just kidding. God gave me this while I was running on, on the elliptical. Yeah, that sounds pretty funny. Well, I had my iPad out, and I placed it up on this. It has this little shelf that you can, and it has a TV above it, and I don't usually watch the TV because there's nothing on it anyway. It's a bunch of garbage. So I have my iPad sitting there, and I'm reading the Bible. And I come to First Chronicles chapter 13. I hope my wife can hear me in the nursery. I was reading my Bible and God just revealed something to me that is, is so timely, I believe, and so important for us to understand. And it's very a very simple message, but it, it'll cover this whole chapter of 1 Chronicles chapter 13. And what an amazing lesson that's in here. If you'll pay attention, you'll learn something. Yeah, take some notes, write some things down. It's good, a good time to do that here. Let's start reading it. And David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds. And with every leader. And David said unto all the congregation of Israel, If it seem good unto you, and that it be of the Lord our God, let us send abroad our brethren everywhere that are left in all the land of Israel, and with them also the priests and the Levites, which are in the cities, in their cities and suburbs, that they may gather themselves unto us. And let us bring again the ark of our God to us. For we inquired not at it in the days of Saul. And all the congregation said that they would do so. For the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. See that? So, so think about this for a second now with this, with this woke situation. Because, and I know David, it, it, historically King David, he wasn't that woke type of guy. He wanted to do something right. Uh, he wanted to do something good, right? But, so I'm making some kind of, you know, broad comparisons here a little bit. But... It mattered, right? It mattered. The method matters to God, and we're going to get into that. But I want you to think about this woke joke right now that's going on. Everybody from the political world, the political world has so much come into the church today that the churches today are completely following what the people want. Leaders are asking people what they think is a good idea. David's mistake was that he didn't consult the word of God. He didn't consult the Bible or excuse me, he didn't consult the the way that God had told him. Yeah, the Pentateuch. He didn't consult that about how he was supposed to transfer the ark. 
how he was supposed to worship God. But he went about his own way and he asked the people what they thought. He went to the people and said, hey, I got an idea. I want to bring up the ark. Saul didn't consult it. God has put down all my enemies. Now I want to bring the ark to the city of David, to Jerusalem. You know, I sometimes I think some of these woke people, I think they probably mean well. I think some of them think they're they do it they're doing God's service. Like I won't question all their motives. Some of their motives are probably pure in that sense. They probably think that they're doing God's service. They're being nice to people. They're doing a good thing. They probably believe that. Oh, minorities have been put down. So they, they probably think that, that they're doing a good thing. They've racialized the gospel. They've done all these strange things. But you know something? The method matters to God. God cares how you serve him, not just that you serve him. We don't get any passes in this Christian life by saying, well, I have served God. But you did it your own way. You're not allowed to serve God your own way. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. David had a good idea. I mean, to bring up the ark wasn't a bad idea. But it was a terrible method. Terrible. David gathered all Israel together from Shior of Egypt, even under the entering of Hamath, to bring the ark of God to Kerjathjerim. And David went up in all Israel to Bala, that is, Kerjathjerim, which belonged to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of God, the Lord, that dwelleth between the cherubims, whose name is called on it. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab. Now stop there for a second, and I want you to think about this. And that old, that young preacher right there might talk about this. But I, I want to tell you something. They looked... And figured, well, the Philistines, God was pleased with the Philistines when they took the ark and put it on a new cart and sent it to Israel. God stopped the plague. Yeah, but the Philistines were pagans. And God suffered those pagans because he wanted his ark back but we don't we're not allowed to mimic the world you can't just put the ark on a new cart do you understand that and that's what people are trying to do with christianity today that's what they're trying to do with this book today that's what they're trying to do with worship today they're literally trying to put the ark on a new cart 
and think that's okay. And they think by doing that, God's going to be pleased with them. Pleased with their strange fire, as Cindy called it there. They think they're going to be, that God's going to be pleased with that. God's, God's not pleased with you inventing new, new ways to worship him. God's not pleased with the woke gospel. Well, we need to try to be all things to all men. So that so you're going to be a stinking devil to him? You're going to be a stripper to a stripper then? You're going to be a sodomite to a sodomite then? Just remember, God rained down hell from heaven. You try to do something new, God will do something new. He'll rain down hell from heaven. That's what he did to Sodom. It's exactly what he did to him. That's what he did. That's what he did when he caused the strange fire to burn up, or that fire to burn up from the altar to burn up uh, Aaron's children. And I think they're woke all right. They're woke with another spirit. They're absolutely woke with another spirit. That's the woke they are. They got woke up, all right, but it's Antichrist. They're filled with another spirit. Give me an example. Here's an example. Black female preacher says black Jesus would be pro-homosexual. Black Jesus? What black Jesus? I don't know any black Jesus. Let me show you something here. Second Corinthians 5.16, Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. God changes you with the gospel. You don't stick the gospel on a new cart and try to change it. That's the difference. See, you don't change the gospel. The gospel changes you, friend. All this cultural wokeness that's going on and all these people trying to cater to different people. This book doesn't cater to sinners. This book converts sinners. God's word does not cater, it converts. 
The day that I come to a place where I need to make this book palatable to, to the world and to others is the day that I walk away and get an honest job delivering pizzas. And I got an amen from the book of Proverbs. Amen. See, God's method, it, it matters. It matters what you do. It matters how you do it. You got these people saying, oh, well, the black Jesus would be pro pro-homosexual have you ever read the bible before you absolute dingbat from hell have you ever read the bible before you false prophet wicked witch from hell in my white christian education spaces we had a chapel service every friday so i was not um unaware of how uh, white culture, at least in that particular context, mm -hmm. prayed and gave sermons and understood the Bible. And, right? Right. Um, and it often boiled down to here's what to do and here's what not to do. Then I walk into a black church <laughs> and that pastor got up and first of all was such a beautiful storyteller mm -hmm. and translating what... You know, because I mean, storytelling is what you need to be good at. Not preaching the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering of doctrine, for the time shall come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away. Look at this. Let me show you something. Let me show you the progression of apostasy. Are you ready? Oh, first of all, let me back up. Let me back up and say this to you, okay? Woke, the woke joke, wokeness equals apostasy. Those words can be interchangeable. Wokeness is apostasy. That's all it is. It's apostasy. Remember that, okay? So just there you go. It's apostasy. Now, check this out. Because here's the progression of apostasy. You want to see it? Here it is. One, they shall turn away their ears from the truth. Two, and shall be turned into fables. This is how it happens. Once you reject the truth, you shall be turned unto fables that's how it works the woker jokers that's how it works 
There's such a bunch of effeminate sissy babies that can't handle anything given to them truth-wise. They won't submit themselves to the righteousness of God. So they walk around in their flesh and act like because they don't offend people or because their speech doesn't offend people and because of what they say, that they're better. That's, that's who they are. Good to see you there, Rain Country. Glad you're on. Carrie, Jesus is Lord. Good to see you on here. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned. You know why they're turned like that? Let me show you why. Look at this. By the way, it's called being taken captive. Check it out. Is this is this something? Check it out. Yes, I have no notes on this. I love it when this happens. Look at this. Taken captive four times in the Bible. Taken captive four times. Four is the number for the spirit. Four times they're taken captive by a spirit. Four times it's in the Bible, taken captive. That stands for that. Look what it says. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. When you turn away from the truth, you're taken captive. Taken captive at his will. At Satan's will, they're taken captive. Because they turn away from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. The woke joke, all fables. That's what it is. What that story meant in ancient times Mm -hmm. to how that applied to the hood. So often it was more about who we were. Hmm. And saying, you know what? I realize that you're an addict, but God can still transform. It's about who we are. No, it's not about who you are. It's about who Christ is. It's about who Christ is, not about who you are. Let me tell you something, okay? Let me be real with you. All this right here. Put me in the wide shot. Okay, I will. All this right here. is animated dirt that's given a soul by Almighty God. That's what it is. It's not about who you and I are. It's about who Jesus Christ is. And we got to quit thinking about ourselves. And think about Jesus. Get our hearts into Jesus. Get our minds into Jesus. Jesus. That's the an- He's the answer. He's the only one that can supply your needs. Mm-hmm. And I realize that you're broke, but God can figure out how to pay that bill. And I realize that your kids are on the street, but God's not done with them yet. 
right? Like it was right. about who right. we were as a people and as a community and not just a checklist for being good. Mm-hmm. You know, our beloved black church <laughs> is good on these issues of race, uh-huh. but not so good on these issues of gender and sexual identity and gendered identities. Oh, I was able to, to grow up, literally grow up under mm-hmm. a pastor who had no qualms about women in ministry. I mean, it wasn't until I was in college. So then he was a fake pastor, an effeminate, Ahab, fake pastor that put women in the ministry illegitimately because he wasn't a real man. Okay, I'm going to say two things here to you, okay? And let me give you two things here. Number one, if you're under the sound of my voice and you hear this later on down the road, Maybe you're not listening right now, but when you do, let me say this to you. If you're a man that sits under a woman preacher, you're not a man. You're an effeminate little boy that wants a spanking from his mommy. And I question whether you're even saved, and I'm fairly sure you're not, because the Bible is very simple in understanding the roles of men and women and the roles of the pastorate and the roles of those uh, of those things. Very simple that a child can understand it. And no, Tommy, you can't be a girl. You know, but the black church isn't very good at gender ID. Well, there's only two genders there, genius. In the beginning, God made them male and female. Now, let me help you with this Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid over here. Let me help you with this, Butchy woman. Let me help you with this. There's two genders. And if you don't believe the Bible, stop pretending like you care. Stop pretending like you actually believe there's a God. Because the only God you serve is the God of this world, which hath blinded your minds. That's the God you serve. I'm not, what is the, what do we, now remember kids, class, let's go back to it. What happens Look what happens. It's talking about those people right there. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. And shall be turned into unto fables. So what happened? Well, didn't you hear what Butchie said? Listen to her. Hit. I think it's a her. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I told our children, thank God that there's so many of you here. I told them that Wednesday night. You know why? Because we know we have boys and we know we have girls. And we're not going to be afraid to marry one another, marry them to each other, because we actually know they're real boys and real girls. And And you have a leg up on the world. You know why? Because, children, you actually know that there's only boys and girls. Isn't that something? We got to keep having kids.
issues of gender and sexual identity. These issues of race, but not so good on these issues of gender and sexual identity and gendered identities. Oh, I was able to... to and gendered identities. Because, see, I could just make my own identity up. I just say what I am. Okay, so... I think I'll walk, I think I'll go walk into SeaWorld and say I'm a dolphin and go for a swim. What happened? They're turned onto fables. Do you understand that? They're turned onto fables. They've turned their ears away from the truth and it says they shall be turned onto fables. Who turns them? Satan. Satan. Right? It's like me walking to the grocery store and saying, hey, I'm an apple. I think I'm an apple today. Right? It's a fable. It's... It's a fable. Like what what that thing just said is a fable. Well, if you can believe in any identity you want, then, hey, lady, why don't you climb up on the roof of your house and fly off of it like a bird? Because you identify as one. So let's see if that's reality. It's not reality, genius. To grow up, literally grow up, under a pastor who had no qualms about women in ministry. I mean, it wasn't until I was in college, actually, that I even explored, why do people think women can't be ministers? Because I didn't know. By the way, let me stop here and say that. No one ever said women couldn't be ministers. There were women that ministered to my wife this week as we were preparing the house. They ministered. They served. They helped. They ministered to her needs and my, and our needs. No one ever said you couldn't be a, a woman couldn't minister. But be in the office of a bishop? Uh-uh. Not in the scriptures. Forbidden in the scriptures. Every single believer is is to is to minister. Every single believer in Christ is to minister in their proper order, in their proper place. There are no sideline Christians. If you're being a sideline Christian, you're not ministering. You're wrong. Um, so I was really blessed in that regard. Um, but I was also highly aware that not every church was like that. So I knew that there were plenty of black churches that were right. not doing great on almost any right. other social right. issue right. Right. other than race and poverty. Right. 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 Um, and so, um, yeah, so in that regard, the black church is not immune from dysfunction. Right. And is creating different rules for itself in blackness mm -hmm. than it would 
like there are rules that it would never tolerate. Mm-hmm. For so what does the black Jesus, the black Christ have to say to the black church then in those moments Ooh, of uh, heterosexism yes. and sexism? Yes, I think um, I think our Jesus would say um, you've got to stop limiting me. OK, so our Jesus would say, and I agree with you, you woke joke. I agree with you. Your Jesus would do that. I agree. Let's look at her Jesus. Matthew 24. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders and so much if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. If any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. Little children, it is the last time. And as you, have, as you have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and Antichrist. See, their Jesus Christ is another Christ. Right? It is, it, he preaches another gospel. For, he, for if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive another, I think that, I think our black Jesus would do this. Well, I think he would too. I agree with you. I think your black Jesus would do it too. Because your black Jesus is a devil, that's why. Bar Jesus. Because Jesus, the son of God, the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was made God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We are the word was with God and the word was God. Excuse me. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory is the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ is God. Manifest. In the flesh. And without controversy. There ain't no controversy to it. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. 
justified of the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on the world, received up into glory. Let's go back to it. What's up with the woke joke? What'd they do? And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. They're turned. You don't get to make Jesus in your own pocket, okay? You don't get to do that. You don't get to, you don't get to say, I think I'll make a Jesus in my own pocket today. One that, like, one that likes everything that I do. One that, one that, I, I'm going to fashion my own God. Well, I think my Jesus would do this. Well, I know what my Jesus would do because it's from the, he's from the book. My Jesus is defined in the word of God. Look at this. Look at this. Synonymous with the Bible. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the word of life. See, we have the Bible. We have the word of God. We we know who what Jesus would say about it. Say, well, my Jesus would do, well, your Jesus better do what the Bible says, otherwise it ain't the Jesus of the Bible. Our Jesus would say, our black Jesus would say you should have uh, you know more flexibility in genders. Well, he made the, in the, well, let me show you the flexibility of Jesus in genders. Let me show you that. Let me show you what Jesus said about that. Here it is right here. Here's Jesus's flexibility. Here's the boundaries that Jesus had. And he answered and said to them, have you not read that which he made them at the beginning, made them male and female and for and said for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and they twain shall be one flesh wherefore they are no more twain but one flesh what therefore god had joined together let not man put asunder that's that's what he did 
But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. There's Jesus' flexibility in genders. That's, that's his flexibility. That's what, so then what this lady is admitting is the Jesus of the Bible or the, her black Jesus is not this Jesus. She's got some woke Jesus. Right? She's got another Jesus. She's got the woke joke, the woke Jesus joke. Or the woke joke Jesus. She doesn't have the Jesus of the Bible. I'm going to change the title of this. I think I'm going to change the direction of this a little bit and just deal with this. Because it's not the same. It's not the same. Not the same Christ. They're telling you who their Jesus is. They just told you who he was. Wasn't the one of the Bible. You're seeing the Southern Baptist Convention do the exact same thing. They're, they're, um, they're doing the exact same thing now. They're teaching, they're teaching another gospel, another Jesus. Right? Something else. A different Christ. Remember this? They mix this George Floyd, which, by the way, let me tell you what. Let me tell you something about that man. That man was a wicked devil. And I ain't saying the cop wasn't a wicked devil either. I'm just telling you, that man right there was a wicked devil, and they've turned that into a cult. There's a spirit behind that. This is what some Christian rapper says. Don't drop the soap, ho. This is this is who those people are. This is what they stand for. This is their Jesus that they that they hold up. That's who it is. It's another Jesus, another Christ. Listen, this will for you know, I'll forever be preaching about that antichrist spirit. I'll be forever preaching about that antichrist spirit. That series will never go away. 
because there's always more antichrists that come up. There's always more that rise up. See, their woke God, their woke Jesus, has a different gospel. He preaches a different gospel. He does different miracles. Like this. VeggieTales creator Phil Vischer says Christians shouldn't oppose transgenderism. Now, let me show you this. God made two genders. He said in the beginning, God made them male and female. Now you look at this. What's he? Who's his God? Not the God of the Bible. Phil Vischer, who is best known for creating the Christian theme but filled with bad doctrine, children's cartoons, veggie tales, has made a new name for himself among the rising evangelical beast of revelation known as the woke church. Vischer, who wonders if Latino people who vote Republican are actually just white people in disguise, has been a staunch advocate for Christians trading in their moral compass and embracing leftist, pro-abortion, pro-homosexual politics. And while Vischer has been openly promoting progressive Democrats identifying politics and crit- critical race theory, going even so far as that white people who put their kids in good schools are wicked and racist. It wasn't until recently that he began to, o- began to openly question the historic biblical doctrine of sexual morality. We've got to get rid of this us versus them mentality that pervades so much of evangelicalism. How can we love them if we're so focused on how them is against us? I've been listening to stories of people who left the church or left their faith entirely, and so often it comes down to the point where they just want to be loved. Oh, no. Here's the thing right here. You see, listen, if you're a sodomite like that and you came to this church, first of all, you wouldn't be a member here, but it, and you wouldn't stay very long. But if you were a member here and you, and you, and you turned into that and you, and you were that, you would be voted out and you wouldn't have to worry about leaving. We would kick you out. They asked the wrong question or doubted the wrong tenet of our faith or reconsidered their own gender. Reconsidered their own gender. Okay, class. Here it is. Let's go back. Here we go. Oops, fables. Here it is right here. 2 Timothy 4.4 And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. These guys, they've turned from the truth and they believe fables. They believe fables. No, I mean, seriously, like this dude is at, like, like, seriously, do you understand? Like, my, we just had a baby. And I didn't say when I saw his anatomy when he came out. Well, I wasn't there when he came out, but I got there real quick after he came out. And running into the room to find out what he was, I was like, ah, oh, he's probably a girl. 
or not he's probably a girl. I thought, oh, it's probably a girl. And then I, because I'm, the track record of us having girls is pretty good. So I figured he, it, he's, it, the baby's is probably a girl. And then I got in there and it was a boy. And I didn't look at that male anatomy there when I saw that he was a boy and say, I wonder if he's a girl. Well, he's got the plumbing for a boy. He he's a boy. He's a boy. Can you now I want you to see the satanic nature of this. Are you paying attention? Okay, now I'm going to give you an opportunity to remember this. Who did I tell you the real witches were and what you had to be on guard for? Who did I tell you? We'll play a song here. I like this one. Jesus is all the world to me, my life, my joy, my all. He is my strength from day to day. Without him I would fall. When I am sad to Sunshine and the rain, he sends the harvest golden grain. Sunshine and rain, harvest of grain, he's my friend. Jesus is all. trust him now I'll trust him when life's fleeting day shall end beautiful life with such a friend beautiful life that has no end eternal life eternal joy Right. 
Who did I tell you? Who did I tell you? The real witches were. These guys. This guy makes cartoons for kids. He makes kitty stuff for kids. And what's he teaching them? What's he teaching them? What's he teaching them? Well, in his private life right now. Oh, that's kind of weird. This thing's all crooked. In his private life right now, what is he teaching them? That it's okay to have any identity you want. This is a guy that made money and became famous and rich off of making religious cartoons. So what's at the head of his theology? Another Christ. That's what you have to understand. That what's at the head of what's at the head of their theology is another Christ. If you have the wrong Jesus, then everything that trickles down is wrong, and we can't agree. And they have another Jesus. The Jesus of the woke church is not the one of this King James Bible. The woke joke Jesus is Antichrist. That's who it is. That It's Satan. It's Satan's son. That's who they're promoting. You're, God said in the beginning he made them male and female. He said two genders. You're telling me that I need to stop rejecting what God says. Why? Because you did? You're telling me to serve God and that God wants me to reject his word while pretending to serve him. Oh yeah, you're a witch. That's right. You want me to tell you who they are? This is who they are. Here we go, I'll show you. This is who they are right here. See this? This is who they are. They're witches getting riches. You see this? Get my shirt up here. That's that's who they are. Right? That's who they are. Oh, let me switch the full screen. Sorry. There you go. This is who they are. I think this is from Carl and Peter, but I'm not sure. But that's who they are. They're witches getting riches. They're making their money off of God's people, but they don't believe the gospel. They don't believe the gospel. 
They're preaching another gospel. That's who they are. And no doubt somebody's going to screenshot this shirt and say it's me, but whatever. Who cares? I made it up so they can't get mad. Well, they can get mad, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, but that's who they are. They're witches getting riches. By the way, on another note, I've lost 56 pounds. Anyway. Um, so these guys have made a fortune. Off of it. Uh Uh-huh. But they don't have the same God you have. I'm telling you, this is not people that are confused. These are people that know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They have a different gospel because they have a different Jesus. And you have to understand that. You you have to understand that they have a different Jesus. So then everything that they believe is different. Everything. And they want you to say something different. They want they want you. They want you to accept what their Jesus accepts. And you look at them and you say no. Because the Jesus of this Bible does says no. Jesus already said. He already said what what uh, he already said what what his doctrine was concerning that and his teaching was concerning those things. He's God, right? But they don't care because they have another gospel. They have another Jesus. And the sooner you understand that, the better off you'll be that you understand that your Jesus is not the same as theirs. Not. You know, uh, you have the Black Lives Matter groups and the and the all these other groups that are, that are working together. They literally are working together with churches. And with other organizations. And they want you to change. Like the, like the Southern Baptist Convention. 
right? The Southern, the Southern Baptist Convention, what do they want? They want you to change. The president of the Southern Baptist Convention wants you to change. He wants you Let's see. That's the wrong one. Let me see here. Hmm, let me see here. I cannot think of that guy's name. I can't think of that other group. Anyway, um where else was I going to go with this here? Let's see. So, you know, the question that you, you and I have to ask ourselves in all of this is where will we take our truth from? Where do we find truth, that is? If we want to know something about Jesus and what he believes about it what, or what he said about it, where do we get it from? We get it from the Bible. If I want to know what would Jesus do, do I ask the modern, the modern uh, culture? Do I check with the modern culture or do I go to the word of God? And I say, no, Jesus and what he believed and how he practiced is described in the scriptures. If I want to know what Jesus said about something, I look in the Bible. And I look consistently through the scriptures. And I try to and I try to discern from there. Because remember, Jesus didn't come to change the law. He came to fulfill it. Jesus didn't come to change morality into immorality or to make it easier. No, he, he became the sacrifice for sin in order to please the righteousness of God. He didn't water down the gospel. He didn't water down the judgment of God. He didn't do anything like that. He came and fulfilled it. He suffered. He suffered the judgment of God and the wrath of God. For my sins and for your sins and the sins of the whole world. Do you think that Jesus was culturally correct? Or, or politically correct when he went to the woman and he said, look, lady, it's not, it's not meat to give the, the, uh, the, food, the children's food to dogs. 
called her a dog. A Goya. Jesus didn't come. By the way, did Jesus come and ordain women for the uh, for the pastorate or for the gospel ministry, or did he ordain a female apostle? No. Men. He didn't come and change the, the, the roles of the sexes. He didn't come and, and, and add different genders. And, well, if Jesus was around now, he'd accept... Gen- no, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever. You don't get to make Jesus somebody else. A God in your pocket. Like Jesus is made of Play-Doh or something. And you just kind of make Jesus into a Plato figure. Oh, this is the black Jesus. Let me make him into a Plato figure, the one that one that loves my sin. No, that that Jesus that one is found in Revelation 13. Right? And deceive them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do on the side of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound of a sword, the wound by a sword, and did live. Well, that's what they're doing now. They're making an image to the beast now. They're going to use AI, I assume, and they're going to make the Jesus that they want. That's what the woke joke church is doing right now. They're just making another Jesus. Oh, our Jesus. Let's type in here. This is what they're doing. Let's type in uh, gender equality. Let's type in uh, um, transgender. Let's type in uh, acceptance of this, acceptance of that, acceptance of this. And they're, they're calculating it. And they're building an image to the beast. They're building their own Jesus. But they can't do it without corrupting the image of God. See, they have to take a corrupted image of Jesus, the concept of Jesus, they take that from the Bible, but then they corrupt it by programming it and building their own Jesus. And that's what they're doing. They're making their own Jesus in their own image after their own likeness that's what they're doing now all right everybody i'll give you a chance to say hi uh for a few minutes and uh then i gotta get out of here i'm gonna get out of here and go home steal away steal away Steal away to Jesus.
Steal away, steal away home. I ain't got long to stay here. Steal away, steal away, steal away to Jesus. Steal away. Stay here, my Lord. He calls me, He calls me by the thunder, the trumpet sounds within my soul. I ain't got long to stay. Trumpet sound within my soul. I ain't got long to stay here. Still away, still away. Steal away to Jesus. Steal away, steal away home. I ain't got long to stay. everybody. Uh, if you need to get a hold of us anyway, you can email me at pastorcooley at iCloud.com or at salvationpreacher at gmail.com. Or you can, um, you know, if you'd like to give to our ministry, uh, you can go to our page here. You can PayPal us at salvationpreacher at gmail.com or pastorcooley at iCloud.com. Also, uh, somebody started giving me Apple Pay. 
given money through Apple Pay. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, I had not done that before, but but that's I have that too as well. So uh, anyway, praise the Lord for that. So God is good to us, and uh, and if you'd like to support us, you can, or you can just simply mail something into us. I'll be putting there's the address right there on the bottom of the screen, and uh, you can get that there on Sermon Audio. Uh, we appreciate all that uh, folks do for us and pray for us and everything like that. Anyway, well, God bless you all. Take care. It was good to be on here with you. I needed it, and uh, hopefully it was a blessing to you. And uh, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you 